I take back every bad thing I ever said about frat boys. These brains are fun as hell. Hello and welcome to episode... Oh, shit. Don't know. Uh, 367, maybe? I think that's where we're at. <laughs> so I could prepare a little bit for this shit. <laughs> This is a Mad Manipod Monday episode. I don't think I really have anything extra today. I think we're just going to stick with the half hour, half hour of fun, trying to come up with voices to go with these people and characters that we have in this wonderful Mad Man Volume One Mad Maniverse Library. Which, grab your book, lay it out, open it up. We are on page, see, I got to spend this week, I got to spend getting some damn lighting in this basement. I got a light right above me that just keeps going on and off. And it, it's hard to read the book when half of it's shaded dark. Constantly moving lights around to try and see if I can get at least a couple things lined up here to give me something to some type of light on the light on this subject. All right, I think we got enough. We can make this work. That was a quote from iZombie. If you didn't figure that one out, live from iZombie. Awesome show. Awesome take on a whole zombie genre where zombies eat brains. And when you eat the brains, you kind of psychically link and with the character whose brains you're eating. And you kind of get their memories and their abilities for a little while. That was a really fun part about the show. So she needed to be a lockpick artist. She'd go kill someone that p- picks locks and then eat their brains. Or, no, they'd find someone that's already dead. She wouldn't go out killing people unless she really had to. <laughs> Great show. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Hopefully we'll be doing some iZombie comics in the future. I think they have them. I think I might. No, I don't think I do have any myself, but I'm pretty sure they're out there. They make comics of everything nowadays. All right, let's have some fun. Let's get into the story. I don't have glasses either, so darkness, no glasses. This is going to be fun. And I'm still getting used to my teeth, which are finally in a happy spot. So I just got a couple tiny little sores that I'm waiting to go away and but the pain areas are all squared away now, so let's see what happens. All right. Starting out with Madman in a strange realm. I uh, don't know if he's dreaming, hallucinating. Alien took his body. What what happened? But he kind of fell into this colorful, like, blob thing that they dug up and when he fell into it, he met up, seen an alien character, and 
alien entity in a bubble in the middle of this room or area that Madman fell into, and it's very colorful, very trippy, psychedelic, so it fits Madman perfectly. So let's start it out. Madman speaking. It's you, isn't it? Do you understand me? (laughs) This uh, big long stem thing with a tongue hanging out of it comes out of the brain, out of the skull of the alien being and shoots out towards Madman. And then you see an image of a madman-like body kind of being brain-sucked by this stem. (laughs) And then we got some interesting little electronic radio-type device sticking out of madman's skull now. And from the this radio transmission device, we hear what I am assuming is the alien speaking to Madman. Do you speak? Do my speak? You stand now? Breathe? Can you clearly understand me now? Yes, I uh, understand you. I am not here. You have entered a galactic transmitter. Okay, so I'm in a transmitter. We have waited 1,962 of your years to make contact with someone. This transmitter also functions as a celestial compass, an intergalactic transporter, We've been contacted for a retrieval. This transmitter was sent to retrieve one of our space explorers. If Pioneer Reddick, the Elder, joins this transmitter, joins his transmitter with this one, he may be brought home. Is Reddick, the Elder, unable to attend? So, okay, let's see. A space explorer arrived on this planet almost 2,000 years ago. Asked for a ride home, and you sent this round thing to come pick him up, right? Right? So somehow, I got the call that his ride is here. And now I'm inside this transmitter. This celestial compass. That is correct, man who is mad. What? Why me? Your brain uses a certain component, advanced and unused by your species. This allowed you to receive our signal. You're kidding. No. So I'm like advanced smarter than other humans hardly say <laughs> uh, like, even the aliens pick on poor madman what the hell 
This poor character's trying to get through life. Deal with things in his manner, his ways. Now I'm getting attacked by a cat. <laughs> of course, as soon as I start doing this. Uh, he's just trashing everything. That's just not good. Alright. Let's get back to the story. Do you know the space explorer, pioneer, Reddick, the elder? Is he unable to attend? I guess I don't know him. He signaled for a ride. You sent this, and he just didn't show up. That is correct. We have called for aid among the group planets. Well, gee, 2,000 years, maybe he died. Unlikely, his compass is drawn to his life force. The explorer's transmitter compass would return to this transmitter or homeworld if dead. Why don't you look for him? We have sent a ship, but ships cannot travel as quickly as the dual transmitters. It is a lost ancient science. The ship is light years distance, distant. If you join this transmitter to Reddick, its celestial compass will bring him home. Me? I don't know where your Riddick is. This transmitter's compass can lead you to Riddick's celestial compass. You're in touch with the eternal. You must find and return space explorer, pioneer Riddick, the elder. Is that the gist? This thing can fly me to your explorer? Inter-atmospheric travel is not possible. You must take the transmitter with you. This thing? How? It's huge. What am I supposed to do? Drag it? Frank, what happened? Were you inside it? What is it? How do you feel? Oh, uh... Eh, it's, uh, jump, Frank. Take the transmitter. You will guide each other. Did you hear that? No. What? Take the transmitter. You will guide each other. Take the trans. All right. Okay, okay. As this giant ball of all kinds of colors. It's bigger than Frank and the Doctor together. But it gradually shrinks up. And Madman can take it and put it in his pocket or whatever he wants. So he can go and travel and find this Reddick character. Uh-oh. What is it? Bad vibes.
Put your hands behind your heads and kneel on the ground. You have until the count of three. Who do you think? One, two, three. Get down. What is all this? We got to get out of here. I got a promise to keep. Stop. Indubitably. We have to get to those rocks. As Madman and Dr. Flem go running for the rocks, the little hills, as these two characters are chasing after him in a military jeep looking thing with a looks like he's got a little satellite attached to it and they're shooting machine guns at Frank and the doctor they go running for the cliffs fall into some area I assume the predicament involves that object that's a good assumption they'll have to go on foot now if we can reach the camper we can lose them can you make it to the top we'll see split up then serpentine all right let's see here so frank and the doctor split up run their separate ways two characters hop out of their jeep they're unloading their machine guns at them pretty close to them they should be able to hit them <laughs> go stop you'll never make it serpentine serpentine holy cow those guys mean business what should we do i suggest we do as they ask you're trapped. So listen up. If you do what you're told, no one will get hurt. Promise? Cross my heart and hope to die. All right. And what do you want? Why are you shooting at us? We've been picking up alien signals since you entered the area. We observed you taking an object. We want the object. Fine. Here it is. Good. Now raise your arms and back away. And they do as they're told. When I grab that thingy, you pop them both. Gotcha. I heard that. Oh no, it's... Special Agent JB. Boom, 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 blam, blam. <laughs> All kinds of weapons are going off. They're shooting in the air. No idea what they're shooting at. I'm guessing this JB character. Special Agent JB. Oh, yeah, he's a wild looking character. Has some type of satellite coming out of his ear uh 
has some big hair going on. He's throwing a what looks like some type of stick of dynamite with a well, it could have been a silencer that he just took off his gun and tossed to the side. I'm not sure. It's got smoke coming out of it. Stinking liars. Hustle up. Gotta move. Before we get jacked. Who are you? Who were they? We all work for the government. Different departments. I like to think I'm with the good guys. It's all relative, man. You know? Thank goodness you arrived when you did. We pinpointed some spacey frequencies bouncing through the area. Seems we've been racing through your buddy with the outfit. Or they've been racing through your buddy with the outfit. Frank? I've made contact with outer space aliens? Bingo! The camper's gone, Biofard. Get in my car. You help me, and I'll help you. Pick up camper and bald male Caucasian, approximately five foot seven, for cleanup. Cleanup? Just an expression. Looks like you got the ball, Skippy. That makes you the quarterback. So call the play. I know you just saved our lives. But I have to know, we can completely trust you. What do you need to know? Nyuck, nyuck, nyuck. Screech! He's okay. Let's get to the nearest airport. And that just... Noises you heard was Madman touching the guy's head, doing his little mesmerized thing where he can go into his brain and see things... So he checked out to make sure that this character was all right. My cat is driving me nuts. He's just running all over the place, wanting to get up in my lap. But if he gets on my lap, then he's on top of the book. So it's like I'm trying to do this without that happening. I just got to keep on constantly pushing away and he keeps going back. All right. We're on page 268 here. We have uh, what looks like a camper pickup. Kind of beat up on the side of the road. A bunch of notes written all over it. Windows smashed out. We got the other car that they're in. Madman, doctor, and stuff are in. <laughs> And the cat decided, screw you, I'm jumping over everything. <laughs> Get on your lap whether you like it or not. Oh, Lemmy. This little prick had me up at 1 o'clock this morning. 1 o'clock. Get the little shit. But hopefully he'll just sit here in my arms now. 
I knew what we had to do. Find Space Explorer Pioneer Reddick, the Elder. But I wasn't sure exactly how we were going to do it. I told Dr. Flem and Special Agent JB, our rescuer, everything I heard and saw in the transmitter. Look, off the road, there's the camper. And then there's this situation with Dr. Biofard. There is Dr. Biofard's all dizzy, wandering around, writing shit on rocks, writing shit on vehicles. He's got some type of science experiment that he's working on or something. There's Biofard. Cancel search on Bald Man. Absolute knowledge. Absolute knowledge. He found where he hid his serum. Let's help him into the car. T-349 times 6 to the 10th power. Thus it goes without saying that that E should not equal 452.77. Point Q times nine squared. Have an ambulance standing by at the airport. More, more, more knowledge. More knowledge. A bunch of other numbers and things go through his head. Makes you think, doesn't it? Don't worry. We'll take care of him. Now, let's get moving. I'm going to need a flight plan. Give us a chance to catch our breath. That's our friend going off in that ambulance. Haven't you heard? Time is money, man. Time. That object has been buried in the desert for centuries. All of a sudden, Madman's putting his hands out. He's got all kinds of things going around his head. His head starts changing forms and stuff. Quick! Give me something to write with. This is our latitude and longitude. We want to get right here. One signature and special agent, JB, was in the pilot seat of a nifty private airplane. Talented. That reminds me, it was soon after that we met Cosmo. Trying to hold on to the cat, hold on to the microphone, flip the page. Hopefully the little shithead won't kick my pages and rip them. His foot's like right there. All right. Tell me, Frank, what do these signals sound like? Like a interdirectional voice. Like the sense of direction that gets you to the corner market. Do you think it's allowable for me to hold it for a moment? Sure. Wait, what? That? Would you look at that guy? He's coming around again. 
There's a character on some type of space flying thingy that he's sitting on, and he's just flying around the plane that they're in. Wowie magnets! And he just magnetically connects his little spaceship to the wing of the plane. Give me that! As he grabs the ball away from Frank, shoves Frank aside. So he uses some type of device to scan the glob that Frank had. That's mine, Frank says. And he uses yo-yo and smacks the character, gets the ball back. Then he loses it. Then he gets it back. Then he loses it. Then they fight, and they go flying out the hatch of the plane. And my lights go out again. Okay, I gotta turn on my other lights. I gotta try and compete with the cat. Get off! Don't make me use this. Oh, no, you don't. Uh, ow. As they're fighting on the wing of the plane. I got you. Yeah, don't let go. Relax. I have magnet boots. The engine's gone. We'll crash. Stay put. I'll keep you in the air. What's happening back there? I've lost the engine. We're going down. He did it. We've got lift. Yippee! <laughs> As this strange character just goes flying off and they, their plane just barely saves itself at the last minute. Oh yeah, Dr. Biofard is hopefully being taken care of in the hospital. We got Dr. Flem trying to figure out what's going on on the plane. We got the agent character flying the plane. We got Man Man wandering around the plane. That was stimulating. That strange man also wants Frank's celestial compass. I've got my hands full up here. Why don't you two work at keeping the doors closed from here on out? Gee whiz. He almost got us all killed by golly. Oh, Lemmy, I gotta put you down. You're just, just this was too hard to try and work around you. So they're trying to deal with their plane and all trying to get this thing landed and stuff. White knuckled, we all sat with trepidation as thrust for thrust, our strange visitor brought the plane smoothly to its destination. Say, that reads pretty good. The thesaurus Joe gave me is starting to really pay off big. <clears throat> they crash land the plane. On a beach of an island. 
they hop out of the plane. The character that was on the weird little flying device is there on the island. By the by, my name's Cosmo Carson. I'm Frank. That's not your real name, though, is it? Where are you from? Can't tell you that. Aw, oh, come on. Nope. Please. Uh-uh. All I could tell you is I know you've received the elder's distress signal, and I intend to help you send Pioneer Reddick home. Big whoop. Wait, you know about Reddick? We prepared to continue our trek. Cosmo remained a mystery to us. Revealing little in any information, if any, information about himself. Touching him, I sensed goodness, dedication, and trust, but also a secretive barrier, as if he had been trained to conceal his thoughts, pure and easy. Disturbing. We're going to end it there, because I'm running out of time. Uh, we'll get back to you next Madman of Pod Monday. Stay Genshi. Uh, check out Crimson Cult Comic Club. Keep following us. Rate, review, tell a friend. And other than that, be good to yourself, be good to others. And we'll be back with our story next week.